Jesus. Hallelujah. I hope you felt that in your spirit. I, I hope that you are excited and recognize nobody but him. Hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, Ms. Terry. Thank you for leading us in the worship. Thank you, Ms. Kathleen, for setting the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hope you're ready for the word. We are in our seventh sermon, still working out of the 23rd Psalm, working out of it from a standpoint of how Jesus is with us in our Christian journey. Amen. We are coming out of the 23rd Psalm. We are reading verses 1 through 3. We are on the second part of verse 3. Amen. And it reads as such in our hearing. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. He maketh me lie down in green, that is fresh, tender, green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still, restful waters. He refreshes, he restores my life, my spiritual life, my Zoric life, myself. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness, uprightness and right standing with him, not of my earning it, but for his name's sake. Hallelujah. 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 Let us pray. Father, even now as we come, we ask that you move Tracy out the way. Lord, speak. Lord, speak. Speak to the innermost part of our spirits. Let our spirits jump this morning. Lord, impregnate us with your word that we may get it, that we may see it, that we may understand it. Even now, Lord, even now, Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. David is saying that he leads me on a path and not just any path, but a path of righteousness, yeah. right standing with himself, not a path that he has orchestrated himself, not by his own strength, but it is inputted. It, it is given to him. I want you to know today that, that if you're saved, you're not saved by anything you bring to the table, that his name is on you, that... Yeah. That his glory is on you. And he does it out of his mercy, his grace, and his love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In ancient Israel, being a shepherd of sheep, it was an exalted job. That's, that's different because in most nations, shepherds was looked down upon. But because of God, using the lamb as the sacrifice for their sins because God shows the lamb as being first an illustration of the Messiah. A shepherd 
was known by how he took care of his sheep. <laughs> you know, if you was a bad shepherd, you was looked down upon because you were supposed to take care. They was in your care. They was yours. And you earned a name. You earned respect by how you took care of your sheep. I remember in watching cowboy movies when I was young, and they would have cattle, and they would brand the cattle, that the cattle would have a unique brand on it so that everybody knew that that cow was, was owned to this rancher. You know, they, they also branded sheep many times with color, or they would put a tag on the ear, but they were branded so that everybody knew whose sheep they were. Yes, sir. Did you know that God got a tag on you? Yeah. Did you know that God got his name on you? Yes, that, that God got you so that he can glorify himself through you so that people would know that he's a good shepherd. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, somebody didn't, didn't get that. How he treats you. When you walk with him, God will give you favor and blessings. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I show you this in scripture? Well, I'm not going to give it to you on top. I'm going to just come off the top of my head. In Genesis chapter 3, here we have after the fall, you have Cain and Abel. Both of them are brothers. They're probably twins. And here they are. They're bringing a sacrifice to God. And Cain brings his fruit, his own work. But Abel brings what God told him to bring, a lamb, a blood offering. And Abel walked away blessed and highly favored. And Cain walked away with nothing. He got an attitude. He is mad. And then God says to him, if you would have done what I told you to do, Instead of doing it your own way, all you have to do is rest in me. All you got to do is follow me. He said, my name is attached to you. And if you would just trust me, watch me lift you. Watch me bless you. Let me, let me glorify myself how I treat you. Our struggle today Part of our struggle today as, a, as, as human beings is we're going about it our own way. Yes, we're going about it trying to, that's what Satan did in the garden with Adam and Eve, and he's still playing the same trick. Yes, he's making us not trust walking with our shepherd. So we are sheep wandering around trying to make things happen ourselves by our own strength, by our own wisdom. The problem is, as a sheep, you have an enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and his name is Satan, and you can't fight with him. Your shepherd got to cover you. Your shepherd got to keep you. Listen, listen, you can be out of alignment with the Lord Jesus Christ, and though he still got you, you are missing out on the best that he has for you. <laughs> I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it because it's true. He don't bless our mess. Now, he will get us out of our mess, but he don't want to bless your mess. It's when we walk with him, 
It's when we trust him. It's when we let him be what he wants to be in your life. And I know sometimes we don't understand because he takes us through trials and tribulation. He takes us through hard times. And here we are trying to fix it. And to be honest with you, it's been fixed from the foundation of the world. He said, let me guide you. He's a lamp unto our feet, which means I will lead you one step at a time. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I discovered trusting him is not that easy. You know why? Because we don't trust his heart towards us. We think we know. We think it's about us. But I, I tell you today, if you make it about him, if you humble yourself under his mighty hand, he will lift you. He will guide you. Listen, he got his name on you. So God wants to lift you. God wants to bless you. God wants favor to follow you so that when people watch you and watch you walk with him, because somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching you walk with the Lord. Somebody's watching you to see what God's going to do with you. And when you are walking with him, God, it may take you some time, but his time is an excellent time. People will see God lift you, so God will make people jealous by the way he blesses you. Why? Because he, he's drawing people to himself. People that's out of alignment. People who don't know him. God chose Israel as a testimony when David, who was tending sheep, was lifted up to the king of Israel. Israel became one of the most powerful nations in the world. He had an empire. And everybody knew that David was a lover of God. Everybody knew that Jehovah God was his God. And God lifted them to the place that people from other nations came to Israel and said, we see that your God is God. So we want to be like you are, and we want to serve your God because your God is real. I want to say to you today, if you know Jesus, your God is real. He's the real thing. He will lift you so that your life will be a testimony of his goodness. Listen, when you begin to live for his glory, God will bless you to the place that you will say, I know it's nobody but him. I know he's keeping me. I know he's making a way. Nobody but Jesus. As the song said, nobody but him. As the first song said, hold on. If you're trusting him, and right now you don't like where you're at. You don't like what's going on. Trust him. Put your faith in him. Our God is a miracle worker. Our God is a way maker. Our God is God all by himself. And sometimes he'll wait until you have no other choice but to praise him. Praise him when you don't feel like it. Praise him because he's worthy. Put your eyes on him and know he's faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful till the end. Look at Psalms 8. Here David writes the Psalms and he says, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. He said, we see your glory, Lord. In all of creation, we see you. You have set your glory 
above the heavens and the stars and the moon and the sun and the cloud. Every morning I look up to see the different clouds. I said, God is giving us a different painting today. It's a moving painting. It's his hand. It's his glory. He said, when I consider your heavens, and I understand that it's the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars, and you have ordained them to be up there. Every morning the sun rises. Every night the moon shines. Lord, it's you who is doing this. He said, when I see how awesome you are, I wonder why is it that you are mindful of man? What is it you see in us? Why do you care when we are rebellious? When we don't give you the praise? When we're doing our own thing? Why, why, why are you so patient with us? Why do you love us so much? Why, why, why do you keep putting up with us? I know I wouldn't put up with us. I would even put up with me. But you, Lord, look past our faults. You see our needs. You are God all by yourself. You created all this by your word. And you care. Oh, I don't understand. David is blown away. He, said, well, he says, for you have made him a little low, lower than what says heavenly beings. For right now, did you know that scripture says we're going to judge the angels? That we really don't see who we are, who he has made us to be? Let me help you. We are God's highest creation. And it does not yet appear what we're going to be. In case there's some doubters on that, listen, Christ, who was in the form of God, he was thought to be God, not a, thought it robbery to be equal to God, became one of us. He wrapped himself in human flesh so that he could die for us and do for us what we could not do for ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today, you bring nothing to the table. I bring nothing to the table. The table is already full. He just wants you to come and, and, and trust him and, and lean on him and depend on him. Someone said to me this morning that God really spoke to me on my sermon. And God said, why are you trying to do it when it's already done? Because I did it. Hallelujah. We, we got to trust him. We got to rest in him. Listen, you think you're fighting folks, but scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. We're wrestling against demons. What can you do with the spiritual forces that's out to destroy you? You can't do nothing. That's why Jesus has to be our shepherd, our shield, our fortress, our battle axe our covering, our protector, our everything, yeah. our everything in everything. Hallelujah. Let's go on back to the Psalms. Look what he said. He said, he, said, he has crowned him with glory and honor. Not your glory, not your honor, but his glory, his honor. He yeah. called you by name. 
Hallelujah. You didn't find God. He was never lost. The truth of the matter, the Holy Spirit wooed you until you finally said yes to him. Matter of fact, he chose you before the foundation of the earth. He called you by name. It was no accident. I don't know about you. He called me out of my mess. It wasn't that I had anything to bring. He came and snatched me. Hallelujah. Where, where did he find you? He may have found you in a bar someplace. He may have found you in a high, and he took the high, gave you the Holy Spirit, and that's the best high you could ever have. God will meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. Hallelujah. That's how good he is. That's how good of a shepherd he is. Listen, his name and his glory is attached to us. So let me ask you, when people see you, do they see his name? Do they see his character? Do they see his glory? I heard the story of a young lady who, who, who accepted Christ when she was young, but she got out there with her friends and and they went to this rock concert, and, and they was letting girls in back with the rock stars. This band ran with a witch who was in touch with demonic spirits. She, she let the other girls come through, and she said, you can't come. She said, why not? She said, because I see his hands on you. Oh, I'm so glad. That when I was out there in the world, he had his hands on me. Yeah. There were some doors that I wanted to go through that he didn't allow it to open. At the time, I didn't understand. But now that I can look back, he was protecting me. Oh, yeah. I did a whole lot of stuff, and God still had his hands on me. I accepted him when I was young, but when I got big enough to do what I thought I was big and bad enough to do. I was out there doing everything I thought I wanted to do. But there was some doors he locked on me. I tried to open it and he didn't let me go through. I recognize now it was his love for me. It was his mercy. It was his goodness. Because if I would have went through that door, I may not have made it back. God kept you. God watched after you. God made a way for you. He protected you when you didn't know no better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How good of a shepherd he is. Listen, his heart towards you is good. His heart towards us is good. Even when the situation isn't good. Don't judge God on your situation. Wait on him and see how he's going to lift you. Stay in right position. Praise him. Lean on him. Depend on him. And when I say right position, I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about knowing that he's your everything. I'm talking about trying to trust him in the storm. I'm talking about keep coming back. The righteous man falls seven times, but they keep getting back up saying, Lord, keep me. Lord, hold me. 
Lord, strengthen me because I want to be where you want me to be. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go back to the song. He said, I have crowned you. Did you know that there is a spiritual crown of glory on you? You may not see it. I, I was talking to this man that was doing some work, and, and at, at the first time I saw him, I knew he was a Christian. I could see the anointing on him. I could see the, the, the presence of God on him. Later on in conversation, he gave his testimony of how he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. And I could just tell his spirit, it was evident. Can people see your crown of glory that he got his name on you? Because his name is glorious. His name has power. His name represents his character. His name represents who he is. And when he got his name on you, even Satan is careful about what he do to you. Satan can't do just anything. Satan, when you're in right position, even your trouble got to come through the hands of God. And God gives you grace and strength to go through whatever comes your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's watching over you. He's keeping you. He's making a way out of nowhere. Next verse. He says, you have made us to have dominion. Let me explain this. In the original, in Genesis, he gave dominion to man in chapter 1 and chapter 2. But in chapter 3, Adam gave it to Satan. Because Adam thought and Eve thought we could do this without God. You want to know why the world is in such turmoil? You want to know why it's so much hell? Because Satan is the small g of this world. But I'm so glad that if you know Jesus, you have power. You can call on his name and he will intervene. He will step in. He will rearrange. He will fix. He will close doors and open doors. God will come in and do the impossible when his child calls his name. God will make a way out of no way for you. Oh, yes, he will. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. He's a way maker. He's a way keeper. He's a mind regulator. Listen, I would be crazy out of my mind if he had not kept me. How about you? Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, John 10, 1 through 5, he says, my sheep hears my voice. Prayer is not just you telling God all about it. But prayer is when you get quiet. When you get quiet before him. And he will speak to your spirit. God is spirit. He deals with your spirit. He doesn't deal with your flesh. He deals with your born-again spirit when you accept Jesus Christ and you will hear his voice. It rises up. 
He said that you will hear a voice behind you. He said that he'll give you promptings, that he will prop you, he will direct you, he will show you which way to go. I, I think that we need to get more sensitive to our spirit, man, that we need to hear what God is saying in our spirit. Because if you walk in your spirit, you won't have all the attitudes that you got. There's something about walking in the spirit. There's joy there. There's peace there. Even in the midst of the storm, you know that he got you covered and that he's going to lift you in due time. He promised that if we humble ourselves under his mighty hand in due time, what's due time? In his time, he will lift you. Hallelujah. You're in his hands. You're in his hands. Listen to Isaiah 43, verse 1. He says, he says, he says, but now this is what the Lord, our creator says. Oh, Jacob, you can put your name there. Amen. He said, he who formed you, oh, Israel. He said, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have ransomed you. I have paying a price instead of leaving you captive. Did you know that he bought you back? Yes, Not with the price of silver and gold, but by the blood of Jesus Christ, he bought you back. He, he gave everything he had to get you. He thought that much of you. He thought that you was that much worth. Hallelujah, that's something to shout about. That's something to say, thank you, Lord. That's up and say to your name. He says, he says, go on. Say, he said, I called you by your name. Yeah. I didn't call you by a group. I, I called you individually. He said, You are mine. Yes, you are. I, my name is on you. And when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the river, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, it will not burn or scorch you, nor will the flames kindle upon you. You know what he's saying? He said, I got you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm for you. Yes. You are mine. Yes. Just keep your eyes on me. He said, lift me up and I will lift you up. Yeah. Know that I know what I'm doing. Know that I love you. Know that my character is good. Know that I make a way out of nowhere. Know that I am your shepherd. I am your keeper. I am your way maker. I'm everything you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my brothers and sisters, you was created to worship him. You was created to praise him. You was created to serve him. And what I realized, the more I give myself to him, the more I experience him, the more he keeps me in his presence. I don't know about you, but we're almost comfortable. I know it sounds crazy. I'm most comfortable when I'm in his presence, yes, when I'm in my prayer room, when I'm teaching, when I'm preaching. I know I was created 
to do this. Any other place, I, I feel out of sorts, but when I'm in his presence, when I'm serving or blessing somebody else, when I'm in the will of my Father, of my Savior, Jesus Christ, there's a peace, there's a joy, there's a satisfaction on the inside. Hallelujah! You ought to be a blesser. If you want to be blessed, you ought to be a blesser. Because when you bless other people, God will bless you. When you pour out, he'll pour in. Hallelujah. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. He's the best thing that could ever happen to you. He's good not just sometimes. He's good all the time. Won't he keep you? Won't he walk with you? Won't he rock you to sleep in the midnight hour? He's a healer. He's a keeper. He's a provider. He's everything. He's everything. He's everything you could possibly need. His name is associated with how he walks you through. His glory is associated not just how he keeps you through it, but how he brings you out of it. He has his name on you. He has his glory on you. And when you make it about his glory, he'll make it about bringing his glory out of you, through you, with you, all around you. Oh, he's good. He's good right now. Even in the midst of a crazy pandemic, even in the midst of all that we're going through, he's good. Do you know him? Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? Have you asked him to take over? Because he loves you. He's reaching out to you. He wants to make a way for you. He wants you to experience his love, his care for you. For you. I don't know how he does it. I just know that he does it. He'll show up right on time. He'll make you okay without changing anything. He'll give you peace. On the inside, he'll let you know that you are his, and there there is no more value than that. There is no higher place than that. You will know you have a, a strut to your walk because you know you're his. All of a sudden, stuff stuff falling off. Insecurities start falling off because you're his. You're his purchased possession, and you got his name. His name is Jesus. Ask him to come in. He died for you. He rose for you, and he wants to save you. There's some numbers I want you to call that's going to come up on the screen. The 513-400 number, if you call that, a minister will get back with you 
and they will lead you into salvation. If you have been led in salvation, you just want prayer. He will pray for you. Hallelujah. The 271-8377, you can call that the register. If the, if the voicemail pick up, leave your name, your number. He will take care of you. Hallelujah. Love you. We love you. Let's pray. Father, even that, thank you for your glory. Thank you for finding value in us. You made us for yourself. You created us for yourself. And the place where we belong is in relationship with you. Oh, I don't understand why you love us so much. I'm just so glad that you do. Lord, even now, touch everyone under the sound of my voice, your anointing, your power, your love, your presence. Lord, fall, Lord, fall fresh on us. Let there be a manifestation of your glory, of your love, of your power on us. Lord, Lord, it's all about you. Touch even now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Love you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for your support. See you next week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The praise team going to take us out. Confessing with your mouth. Believe him in your heart. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus in your heart?